Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Rivas, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. This month's full moon takes place in the lunar mansion of Jeshta on June 3rd or 4th, depending on where you live in the world. When I think of Jeshta, I think of a wise older sibling, like a brother or sister you look up to for guidance and advice. We trust them and value their wisdom because they have gone before us and know what lies ahead. We basically have the privilege of learning from their mistakes and misadventures. Jeshta is also known as the chief star, as well as the senior most and the eldest, and carries the qualities of being praiseworthy and having experience. We see this positioning and its advantage every day in life. So think about the senior executive that has special perks, the senior staff member that gets first choice in making their work schedule, and the senior advisor is usually paid much more than the intern. So during this nakshatra, it might be an auspicious time to find a mentor or offer your expertise to someone and become the mentor. You just might be surprised and delighted at how giving your time and sharing your knowledge actually gives back to you and your business in return in so many ways. In Indian mythology, Jeshta was the eldest wife of Soma, the moon god. She was respected and revered, yet eventually passed over in favor of one of the younger wives, Rohini, who became Soma's favorite wife. Since the positioning of the sun and moon are opposite of one another during a full moon, the moon this month is in Jeshta, which is opposite the sun, which is in Rohini, Soma's favorite wife. So we see a really interesting relationship and positioning of these two luminaries. These two lunar mansions also have red stars in common, Rohini with Aldebaran, the red star in the eye of the bull, and Jeshta with Antares, the red star near the heart of the scorpion. We have this theme of passion, right? Red, passion, in these two opposing nakshatras. One highlights what attracts our eyes or gains our attention with physical aesthetics. Think of love at first sight and the appreciation of beauty. And the other highlights what we feel, 
and the connection and the passion in our hearts, our emotions, deep love and compassion. So during this full moon, wouldn't it be nice to connect with the people and the things that ignite and have the ability to reignite passions within us? Now, speaking of wives, I think this is also fitting because we are just entering the early days of June, which is a popular month for weddings. It's interesting how this in the Indian mythology about wives and and wedding season kind of falls in uh, together really nicely. Okay, circling back to the theme of the elder, the wiser. The more experienced, uh, one of the symbols associated with Jeshta is an umbrella. Why? Because the umbrella shields us or protects us either from the torrents of rain or the harshness of the sun. So just as a mentor or caring big brother or sister would have your back and protect you from danger or hardships. So that's a very fitting symbol of Jeshta, the umbrella. So speaking of protection, the main deity of this lunar mansion is Indra, the king of the gods or the god of the gods. He's known as the protector of heroes. Indra is also known as the dragon slayer, but I won't hold that against him. As you may know or may not know, I have a soft spot for dragons and mythical creatures. Anyway. Indra is portrayed as a mighty and powerful warrior that rides on an elephant and carries a thunderbolt in one hand. He is known for wielding the power of truth, for his courage, and for his success in battles. Even though Indra is a strong, mighty, and powerful figure, he conquers the dragon with his intellect, cleverness, and cunning, so he uses the mind to ultimately defeat any foe. And this is because another attribute of Jeshta is genius, strategic prowess, mental brilliance, and astute problem-solving skills. The ruling planet for this asterism is Mercury and is connected to Vishnu. So the mind has potent power, potent, lasting power. Examples of Jeshta natives are Walt Disney, Albert Einstein, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and Ludwig van Beethoven, and one of my favorite poets, William Blake. So if you've been wrestling with a problem or a situation that has seemed insurmountable in the past, This just might be the perfect time to discover solutions and remedies from within. It could also be the time during Jeshta's full moon to create something new, something exciting, out of the box, fresh, unique, unexpected, or inspiring. Imagine the brilliance of Einstein or the magic of Walt Disney. Imagine tapping into that energy and creating something from that energy. Jeshta also supports us in finding balance between spiritual and material pursuits because this nakshatra's primary motivation or drive is called artha or material prosperity. Perfect for spiritual entrepreneurs. So this lunar mansion supports our efforts in producing 
material gains in balance with mindful practices. In other words, making money isn't just for the sake of making money. Making money, in this case, highlights soulful, life purpose-aligned channels. And as a side note, during the full moon this month in Jeshta, we may feel a bit more private in our dealings with others and groups of people or the public. So we might be inclined to retreat or maybe stay at home or find places where we can just be with ourselves. This nakshatra encourages us to find a healthy balance between honoring our needs, mental, physical, emotional, and connecting with others. So finding a healthy balance. We may find that during this full moon time, our inner circle might get a little smaller than usual. And connecting to the symbol of the umbrella, shielding us as well as concealing us, and maybe even hiding us from the eyes of strangers or even acquaintances. So giving us a break from having to interact so much with others. Which if we're feeling that inclination, it's a good idea to honor what is coming through and take a little time for ourselves. Maybe go on a little retreat. Another warning with this nakshatra I might, I might add is that we might also be a little more irritable or agitated than usual. So watch out and be mindful of that. Maybe we can think about what we can do if we become irritable and make a plan to support ourselves and do a little damage control. Or maybe we might cut others a little slack if we are their source of irritability. So, what can we do as spiritual entrepreneurs and for our businesses? We can do maybe one of these three things. These are just suggestions during this full moon season in our businesses. So where in your business, you can do a little evaluating. So where in your business can you be shining a beacon of hope and inspiration for other spiritual entrepreneurs that may be just beginning or maybe might be a few steps behind you? Where can you shine and share your expertise? Maybe your next email or blog article or YouTube video can be one of those if I had to do it all over again or if I had to start from scratch episodes. Maybe you could create a lead magnet that guides beginners through your process or area of expertise and save them a whole lot of time and energy and money. Number two, if you have hit a wall or are in a stale point in your business, we can really take a look at what or who can help us reignite the passion we once felt for our craft, modality, and offerings. So we can do a little exploration and being a little indulgent in rediscovering our passions for what we do and our life's work. And finally, it might be a good time to take some time off or time away. Maybe go on a business retreat. Not necessarily hide from the world, but slow down, pause, Maybe even take a step back and take a look at our businesses and see what needs improvement, attention, energy, or some TLC. 
maybe in that stillness, we can tap into the creative genius that may be in hibernation or has been ignored or maybe has been jumping up and down trying to get our attention. A final note. Sometimes there are times in our businesses when we feel like we are in a storm, braving the elements alone, without shelter or even an umbrella, where our fear and doubt sets in and we lose our way. Sometimes being a spiritual entrepreneur can seem like we're the lone wolf, going at it alone, by ourselves, behind our little laptops. I've been there more than once. I totally understand how that feels. So if you're feeling that way, feel free to reach out and email me. My email is in the show notes. I'm totally here for you. So my friend, thanks for listening to the end. I hope this episode was helpful and supports you on your spiritual entrepreneurial journey. May your June full moon be filled with Jeshta blessings, genius, elder wisdom, and guidance in your business and your life. Until next time, my dear friend, take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.